Make some noise, I suppose. Hello, hello. Skylar Campbell in for the Vic podcast. Okay. Um, okay, so this morning, okay? I'm walking, actually, I'll get my paper so that I don't have to make noise later. Uh, okay. <coughs> I'm walking into school, right? right? You know, things are going normal. I'm listening to some music. Things are going okay. Right. And, um, one sec. I just want to make sure this is all good here. Uh, and what ends up, it's, sorry, the mic, I don't want to get it past the... Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't want it to start getting too loud. Yeah. Um, okay, it's good. Sorry. Um, okay. I'm walking to school, right? Right, right? I'm doing my own thing. And I hear some yelling going on. I'm like half yelling. It's not very loud. And I'm going, okay. Just someone. Right, it's yeah, a Vic yeah, kid, it's right? Vic. It's someone lost a ketchup bottle. I don't care, <laughs> yeah. right? And, you know, and I'm unpacking my stuff from my bag. And I'm in the transition of my indoor shoes. So I don't have any shoes on. And suddenly the fire alarm goes. And I'm going, ooh. This is bad timing, yeah. right? And so yeah. I, I have to, like, get all my shoes, get all my equipment, and just, you know, get out of the building, and, and right? And skedaddle. And I'm outside waiting for people to come, you know, come out. You know, people are filing out, the volleyball team. And that was this morning? This was this morning. 20, no, uh, half an hour ago this wow. happened. Yeah. And so I'm outside, and I'm going, huh, hmm, yeah, this isn't a drill. And so then the secretaries come out, and they're like, oh, my God, did you see this? Is there a dude that came by here? And everyone's looking around like, I don't think so. There's this dude walking away. And so they kind of like half approach him. And then they're like, Ooh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. So then they kind of stay back a bit. And, you know, fire alarm's still going on. Everyone's outside the building. It stops. And, um, you know, I think, oh, you know, should, are we allowed to go in? And they're like, well, there's no one in there to like ring it three times, right? So we oh, have to go so in. There's no, one in the... there's, there's no one in the building. It's the perfect crime, yeah, you know? Yeah. So everyone leaves the building. We go back in, and uh, yeah, no, it was really eventful. Yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised. I think bank robbers should use that technique. If you get everyone out of the building, there's no way to call the police. Oh, yeah. My, my <laughs> brother had a genius idea. I'm not sure if he got it from Reddit, though. He said that if you wanted, this is terribly dark for a podcast, <laughs> if you wanted to, like, bury something that was, like, either, like, you know, a body or, like, stuff like you robbed a bank, right? You want to bury the money right. temporarily? Um, tell the police that there's money in a spot. Say, you know, this person buried money here. They go, they try to dig it up, they find nothing, so they think, oh, it's a bad tip. You then go back a day later, bury the money, and then wait for it to cool Ooh, off, right? Because wow. if anyone asks, oh, we've already checked there. There's a fresh... That you know, is a... Yeah, there's fresh wow. dirt, right? No one wow. would go, oh, why is there fresh dirt here? Oh, police have checked it, right? It's perfect. Yeah, that it, is... That is one good idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is so unrelated yeah, to Mary Poppins no, right okay. now, isn't That's it? That's a good way to good way to start the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I have a bunch of questions of with course, yeah. you know people have asked. Well, you know, many people have asked a couple of these questions, <laughs> but you know, a couple of them. Um, anyway, so you're part of sorry, <laughs> you're part of Mary Poppins. I so. Am. Uh, what does that also... Nice bowling shoes. Uh, thank you. I, I just noticed those. They look yes, these bowling shoes I got uh, from the rec room. My great-grandma fell down the stairs, and when the police showed up to help her, the ambulance... She's okay now. Okay. But when the ambulance <laughs> showed up, I was like, okay, it's now or never. So I took them and I left. Wow. Sorry, yeah. so this is her bowling alley? Or is <laughs> no, this no, no, like, it's, This is her like, house? It was at the rec room, and then she fell down the stairs. Oh, okay. Which sucks. Like, that's not good. But then I said... Grandma would want me to have these shoes. That's 
That's, so I just took them. That's actually a really good story behind shoes. I thought she had fallen, and these are like she owns the rec room or something. <laughs> and she's and, like her just, shoes. Yeah, she's no. on the ground moaning, and you're like, you know, there's some pretty <laughs> nice shoes here. Might as well take them off. Well no, uh, but yeah, that's cool though. Sorry. No, it's anyway, okay. you're part of. <laughs> sorry. Okay, you're part of Mary Poppins. Yes. Uh, who do you play? I play Bert. Okay. And um, how how is it? How's how's life with Bert? You know. Well, okay. So it's interesting because um, within the Heights, Usnavi was like this super electric, fast-paced, like very like stingy, punchy, bright character. And with Bert, he's a little more grounded, and he's a lot more like myself, right? So it's a lot easier for me to to sort of jump into it and and really get into the groove of things, especially having such good like counterparts like Anna and Connor and Autumn are just so so good at getting into the world it's so nice because Bert really just kind of comes in at these little pieces you know one day he's a chimney sweep one day he's a street artist one day he's you know sweeping the sidewalk in Cherry Tree Lane and so when when Anna and Autumn and Connor who are playing Mary uh, Jane and Michael so the Banks kids and, and Mary Poppins when they already have such a tight connection and th- this really cool scene going on, when I pop in, it's so it's so easy for me to just tell my part of the story with them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you pop in. I pop in. I, yeah. I, yeah. Was that intentional? <laughs> I was trying. It may have been intentional. <laughs> oh man. Um. So you play Bert. What's the worst part of like rehearsal so far? Oh wow. Okay. So like. Mic tape is not a fun thing ever. I got you can see it's like it looks like a Oh no, yeah, I see it. I yeah, see it's it. just oh man. And like I I get kind of sweaty when I'm performing and dancing and stuff and so like I have to have a lot of tape on my neck and afterwards once we get the mics off, it's just like one, two, three, like a band-aid off and sometimes it doesn't come off all the way and it's just like like I have no baby hairs on my <laughs> left side. Um oh so God. that's like that's that's never fun. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's 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 pretty enjoyable. the The dancing is hard, but I'm not a, a, a trained dancer, so you know. Well, yeah. Okay, what's the best part though? Like, oh, what's something that you go on, man? Oh, actually, I'm gonna add on to this a bit more. Yeah. What is like one of the best rehearsals you've had so far? That oh, you were like, damn, rehearsal. I finished so much. I've Dang. done so much. I've learned. This is gonna be an awesome thing to do. Yeah. I can't wait to show it off. Like, what's cool. a really good one? Well, so we're flying in the show. Oh, right. We're flying, and um, I don't want to give too much information because there's a lot of magic in the show, but um, during Step in Time, I uh, I get harnessed up, and then I'm, I'm up, and I'm doing flips in the air, and I'm doing somersaults and handstands and all kinds of crazy stuff, and it was, it was very, like, I'm not terrified of heights, like, I'm not scared of heights, but it's scary when you've got these two really thin wires and you're supposed to just do like somersault after somersault in them and, and really trust them. But we had a really, really cool workshop process with this guy from uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, Flying by Foy is the name of the company and they've flown pretty much every single Broadway show that you can think of that has flying, like Peter Pan, Mary Poppins, Jesus Christ Superstar, like everything they've been a part of. So it was really, really awesome to work with like, honestly, not not just Edmonton industry professionals, but people that have worked across the world, you know? It's 
Broadway, it's Japan. They have been everywhere to fly everyone. Um, and so Johnny Pickett was his name, and he came in, and he this was his 12th uh, Mary Poppins that he had flown this year. And so he's he's got this down. He's flown like 65 versions of Mary Poppins. And so when he came in, he had so many cool ideas with like, okay, well, if you do a, a double backflip here and then you suspend over and then you come up and you wave everyone goodbye or all these really cool ideas that he brought in. It was such a privilege to be able to work with someone that really, really knew what they were doing and has been on the block across the world for so long. Um, so that was an awesome rehearsal. I'm so privileged to be a part of. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I actually... I forgot that it was going to be flying in yeah, Poppins because yeah. I expected it from Peter Pan. Right. But it's like, oh yeah, there's a little bit of that in there, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be exciting. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, and, and Anna gets to fly and Mary Poppins comes in and in and out a couple of times and yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's really cool. Man, I hope they don't say anything, no, but I'm hoping just like the movie, there's going to be that little like, you know, a little bit of music scene in the beginning and Mary Poppins will just be like going through the air like, oh, <laughs> look at these idiots using a car, you know, she's thinking. Yeah, they'll have to come see to check it out. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to be going. Oh, of course, you know. of course. Um, another, someone else asked, how much sleep do you get on uh, average day of rehearsals? On the regular. Well, so right now, um, we're in tech week and that means that I'm called from Four o'clock to eight thirty. Um, Holy crap! Every day this week, and then every sorry every day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm here till eight thirty. Oh my and god! And then on Saturday, I'm here from nine to six. So like, I, how much sleep do I get? Not enough to <laughs> to, to, to like, cause it's oh man, it's so it's such an interesting thing being uh, in theater in high school and like university because it's like having a full time job. You know, I still get up at, at 7.30 so I can come to school on time. And then I have a six-hour rehearsal. Whereas in, in, a, in a professional environment, and this is a professional environment, which is so cool, but um, in, like, the... When I go to my job that is a show, when I go to my rehearsal and I'm getting paid for it, you get three weeks, and it's, it's like, it is all day. And so it's such a different process because with... With a, with a big show, you know, we get about two months of rehearsal and then we get about a week of, of performances. And it's, uh, the rehearsals normally are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and that's, that's pretty reasonable. And we get about three hours on those days. Um, but having to get up and do a full day of school and then mentally prepare myself to be like, okay, school's over, now it's time for my second job. Yeah, you got to switch your yeah, mindset. Yeah, I've got to switch almost, my mind. Right? I'm like, okay, I was Skylar all day, now I've got to be Bert. And I, for me... To get into that rehearsal mindset, I take 10 minutes for myself, I do I do some push-ups, I, I drink a big glass of water, and I just, I kind of let the school part of my day wash away, because if I'm in rehearsal and I'm stressing about an LA project or a social project or something that has to be done, my work is not as focused, it's not as, you know, diligent, and it's and it's just not all the way there, so I really have to, to, to let my day go to start the second part of my day and it is it's exhausting but it's absolutely worth it wow that's insane oh why why did you audition for this and adding on to this after you've answered the question of course why are you at Vic in the first place you know like yeah. I, like I think you could I think you could go to most other schools and you know do most of the same stuff right. not exactly the same of yeah. course but why would why did you choose Vic and why did you decide to audition for Mary Poppins? Of course so I auditioned for Mary Poppins because 
I I love I just love Mary Poppins as a story. It was so like such a a big piece of my childhood, and like Let's Go Fly a Kite was like that was the lullaby my mom would sing me to to fall asleep. So it's already sentimental. You're kidding. Yeah, and what's so cool about that is in the movie George Banks, the father of the of the Banks family, he sings Let's Go Fly a Kite. But in the musical, Bert sings Let's Go Fly a Kite. So it was like this cool little gift I got. Um, and my mom is so excited. She said she's going to cry when she hears that song. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, not, not to make my mother cry, but to, to <laughs> oh sing God. that song. Yeah. It's so, that's so adorable, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a cool like, thing, because I, I really didn't even know. I had no idea that Bert got to sing that song. And then I came in for a rehearsal, and Mr. Cable said, OK, we're working. Let's go fly a kite. I said, oh, really? I get to sing that song? That's awesome. So yeah, I, I also just love, I love musical theater, um, and it was it's such a contrast from In the Heights. Uh, In the Heights was like, I, I was rapping the whole time, and this time I really get to sing and I get to to dance and I get this silly, Cockney accent and I get to kind of be a dork on stage and it's just so it's so freeing. So why did I come to Vic? Um, it's interesting, uh, Miss Mayville was actually my acting teacher in junior high school. I went to Vernon Barford, and she was my acting teacher there, and I did um, I did six main stage shows in junior high school. I did um, Departures and Arrivals. I did Three Musketeers. I did um, Orlando Unhinged. I did Aladdin, and then I did Frankenstein, and then I did Wildwood. And so uh, I had quite a... A, quite a like a privileged lucky repertoire for a junior high school um, and then I played Victor Frankenstein in Frankenstein and Mr. and Mrs. DC had come to see the show because uh, Miss Mabel had invited them and after the show they said uh, we'd love to set up a meeting for you to come check out our school and see what it's like and so it was really it was quite a personal invitation to come here and I I, I didn't really want to come here because I didn't really think that acting was what I was going to do until I had that meeting with with the DCs and they were like this is like look at our facilities look at our theater look at look at the funding we have look at the the processes we have and it just it had blown my mind and I was actually invited to three full day workshops at Vic in grade seven eight and nine uh, they were called Inspiring Creativity, and they were the only three years they did them, yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah. was, yeah, I remember those. Oh, man. Yeah, so I actually, I was, I had the, the privilege to be invited to all three of those years, and so I'd kind of already, like, been inside Vic before I was here, and Miss Witt's sister uh, was my, my math teacher in grade eight, so I had kind of been at Vic before I was even here, and so when DCs said, you should really come to our school, it, it seemed like a no-brainer. Um, I was going to go to Skona, though, because Skona had a good uh, a good theater program. But I think I would be a very different person if I hadn't had come here, and I'm very grateful that I did. Yeah. yeah. Man, freaking Skona, yeah. right? Skona. Uh, Skona? Yeah. Scones. <laughs> uh, what's the toughest part uh, to learn from <clears throat> the music or the script? What's one of those things that you're thinking, I really yeah. don't like <clears throat> this, but it's i got to push you gotta, through you this. you got to get it. Well, okay, so... As far as lines go, <clears throat> I'm, I, I just had quite a bit of practice for learning the lines, and so, especially with musical theater, there's not really that many lines per se, um, because the only real scenes are in between songs. But I would say the the hard part for for me has definitely been 
um, I say chim chimini chim chim chiri chim chiru so many times in this musical and every single time it's just a little bit different and if I don't get it right it kind of throws everybody else off so <laughs> oh like, wow I didn't think they'd be having that line repeatedly yeah, throughout it's, this it's kind of like Bert's hello and goodbye and it's his it's like Bert's way of telling the story without using words it's it's very it's very musical theatery you're right, because this is from Bert's view, isn't it? Because I know well, in the movie yeah, it was it, like, it started with him and it like... Yeah, ended so with him. he's kind of, it's it's cool, he's a lot like, he's the narrator. You know, like, he's the only character that'll break the fourth wall and look at the audience and be like, okay, you know, this is what's, you know, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, but there's something crazy about to happen. <laughs> um, and so having the the subtext, because he's, he's very... He's very mystical in, in his words, especially. He, he doesn't say exactly what he means. He kind of just, oh, you know, here's this metaphor and this motif, and here's this weird little imagery that I'm going to give you. Now, keep watching, and this next scene might impress you. So having to uh, give so much attention to, okay, this is what I'm saying, but this is what I'm actually saying. And what I've, what I've done in my script is I've got, you know, the verse here, and then next to it is, uh, like one of it is winds do change, tides can turn. And what I have next to it is Mary will leave, these kids can change. And so it's, you know, it's so bad. It's so backwards. He, he's, he's never saying what he actually means. And so really working with what, what am I saying? How can I tell two stories in one? And how can the audience get as much? How can the audience get as much as they possibly can from as, the little amount that I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Because, like, Bert, he's, first of all, the actor. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, shoot, what's his Dick name? Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. When I was younger, I always watched the Dick Van Dyke show, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah, no, I was the, I was that weird kid that would watch the, <laughs> watch the stupid <laughs> yeah. 60s yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, Dick Van Dyke's, like, the, you know, the nuclear family sort oh, of yeah. thing. And, you know, and I watched that. And I watched uh, another really good one, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, some of my favorite songs are from Burt, from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Mary Poppins, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're, they're really timeless classics. And that's what's so, like, that's another really cool part of, of being in, in this musical is because, you know, the, the book was written, oh my goodness, I want to say, like, 19, I want to say anywhere from 1910 to 1930, I can't remember exactly. And then the movie came out in, in, in the 60s, and then the musical came out in 2008. Okay, so that is a... there's a lot, you know, there was the book, and then there was the movie, and then there was the musical, and the, the musical has really taken, it's, it is the story you know and love, but there is little, like, spins on it, there's little twists and turns that you, you really get to, to experience and see, and also just the stage magic is just so fun to watch. Yeah. Well, why was it made in 2008? Because you have the one that's like, oh, yeah, book here. Yeah. Like, yeah. why is it so late? I, I know. I, I asked the same question. Like, did you know the Jungle Book isn't a musical on Broadway? Isn't that something you just imagine would be? Like, you think that everything would be a musical on Broadway, but, like, there, there's really not. That's so weird. Because I Because you think Disney would be one of the first people to, like, to try and monetize get it, it, right? Get they, it quick. They want yeah, it out exactly. there. It's, it's so crazy. Like, like even like the Lion King, I know yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Like that's crazy big. And yeah, yeah, but and even Frozen, like Frozen is on Broadway. Mm, yeah. That's something I did not expect. Yeah, Frozen, Fro and it took um, it takes five years for a movie to become a musical. Is normally what it is, and I find it so interesting that 
something like a Disney classic like The Jungle Book or how many other great musicals that are movies aren't musicals yet. And so Mary Poppins certainly was one of those. You know, it took them 50 years to get around to making the musical. Um, and once they finally did, I mean, it's, it is a beautiful score. It is really nice. And here's the funny thing. The, um, the guy that originally played Bert on Broadway is the guy that played Squidward in the SpongeBob SquarePants the Musical on Broadway. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. So, first of all, I did not expect a SpongeBob. So there is a SpongeBob uh, SquarePants musical. It's that's blowing it my is mind a right now. Fever dream of an experience. I like. I would tell you to go listen to it, but I like. I am not going to. <laughs> Sorry. Is it like? Okay. I'm for some reason I can only picture like PG thirteen's like songs right now from like SpongeBob for some reason. Like I like it no. seems like a really weird adult it, like it's, thing though. It's. No, it like or is it like really? Is it like super childish, or is it more like teenage? I or is can't trying even. To, I can't even explain it. Like it's what audience is it trying uh, to pander to? That that's the thing. I'm like, is it? It's certainly not for for like Broadway kicks who who are you know tycoons and go to shows every night. But also, a seven year old that's watching SpongeBob doesn't have two hundred dollars to go see a a matinee of SpongeBob SquarePants on Broadway. So I'm like, I don't even know who this is for. But it, you know, <laughs> it did win the Tony for best uh, best lighting. So what? If it best lighting, if, if nothing else, it has that. It's ridiculous. It's it's a very very st- strange musical. I will say. I want to really. Okay, I'm gonna listen to some SpongeBob stuff. And, and next year is um Back to the Future. Sorry, is this for Broadway or this for, is for Broadway? Vic? For is this for Vic? Oh, yeah, yeah. You heard, you heard it from Skylar Campbell. Next year is Back to the Future the Musical. Oh, I yeah. can't wait. Thank it's you, Skylar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I think we're getting down. What time is it? Do you have the time by chance? I do, right here. 44. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, good. we're going we're gonna to try and wrap this up a little, short, yeah. a little sooner. Sorry about this. Um, uh, we're going to try and, because uh, I know I'm going to be interviewing Anna tomorrow. Of so, course. first of all, I want you to start thinking of a transition song that you're going to be singing, and I'll try and join. So that way, when it starts with Anna, it'll just be immediately me and you just getting cut off, and then our interview with Anna starting. And, you know, I'll just think about that for the next two minutes. Right. But um, some other stuff here. Um, uh, favorite video game? And um, then I have a joke question that a really, really old friend of mine asked. Of and course. He said I need to ask it. Okay. Favorite video game. Um, like, this is going to sound funny. Okay. Obviously, my favorite video game is Minecraft. Like, it is... Oh, my God. It's okay. <laughs> Hands down. I, like, I think that Minecraft has made the world a better place. Truly. You, you believe this. I truly, like, in my heart of hearts, I think that our generation will innovate more than any other because of Minecraft. Explain. Explain. I just think that it's given, like... Like... As a kid, you have ultimate freedom, and your mind is already so full of ideas and things. And so when you're given a sandbox to do anything you'd like with consequences, sure, you're playing a video game, but it's like you still have to do the work to get the reward, risk and reward. And so I think, I don't know, I just think it's a, it's a brilliant game. I also love the, the Doom 2016. Doom, okay. I haven't played it, but I, it's, it looks so oh, cool. Man, oh, man, it's good. God. And Doom Eternal's coming out, so I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wor- stoked. I'm worried about it, because yeah? Bethesda. Cause yeah, Bethesda is, is really taking a dive right now, but I'm, I'm staying loyal to Doom because it's my favorite game, yeah. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. you know mess up Doom <laughs> yeah. or anything, but yeah. I'm just saying. I bought 76 for $140 for the premium edition. Yeah. And frankly, it's now down to $10 for yeah. the game. And I... I too, I, I too bought a copy of it, and I it's still actually in the wrapping. I haven't even opened it. I was like, I'm not, like, what am I... I bought it, and I went home. I was like, I just looked at it. I said, what what am I going to do with you? What am I going to do with you? So I put it on my shelf, and I haven't touched it. Oh, my God, <laughs> and yeah. And waste of money. I, 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 yeah, I've tried getting into it. It's so difficult. Um, yeah, frick. Yeah, Minecraft, okay. Minecraft, if you look, okay. I'm telling you this to look it up later, but if you go on YouTube and look up, it's a cool 2013 summer night. Your parents are asleep. Oh, oh, and, yeah. And oh you just found diamonds, and it's like, oh, your window's open. That, yeah. that video. Oh, oh my God. I, want to cry. Yeah, I, I found that at the worst moment. It was like a couple months ago. Right. Maybe it was the summer. I have no idea. Yeah. And I was just going through YouTube. And it was one of those moments where I'm wondering, I'm going to be in grade 12. Yeah. That's insane. I'm going to be in grade 12. You know, I'm so old. And yeah. it's like, like, what could I have done in the past to do cooler stuff? Or do I have any regrets? And then that, then and that, then that, then, then that came up. And I go, I have to click this. Yes. I click it and I'm going, oh my God. Any time spent playing Minecraft was time well spent. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Did you play Minecraft Pocket Edition? Dude. Of course I did. Did you get the nether towers? Of course I did. How many did you get? Dude, too many. How many? Tell me, because I have... Okay, mine's three. I got three in total. And I destroyed the second one so I can connect and rebuild the other two so I can live in them. Ooh, that's quite cool. No, I think I only had two, two, maybe three. But I didn't do anything that cool with them. Oh, I'm not done yet, though. So my brother discovered... First of all, we did it with a duping glitch, where we were oh, able to duplicate... Okay, well, I can't. Lava's hard to find. Lava, okay? no, it's true. That's it is like, true. You know, it's, there's no caves. And some of the, yeah, and some of the worlds were really pretty limited with the just being a big box, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was fun, right? Oh, of and course, yeah. So, you know, I got the three nether towers. My brother was able to mine one so that it would always, like, the core of it while it's still in there, so it would always be night times. That right. way we had constant monster spawning, so that way we could just have, um, like, a single room that would be our monster spawner. Right. And so what we would do is basically, oh, you know, we'd, uh, you know, put all the monsters in there. Next morning, fill it up with water, drown them, collect all the stuff, repeat the oh, process. Oh, wow, that's yeah. pretty smart. Yeah, I remember the glitch where if both of you were mining something at the same time, it would drop two. Oh, yeah. my God, that was an insane one. That, was, that, one was, that one was nice, and I found it on accident, so I was like, guys, I'm a genius. <laughs> I need to make a YouTube video right now, and then I never did. Do you remember that Harold Bryan video where it was, like, that kid's mining? Dude, and it's like, are you kidding me? I was terrible. Like, sometimes I'd be like, I don't want to play Minecraft. For I'm not going in that cave because Bryan is there, and I don't want to I don't want to have to cry right now. Okay, Herobrine, first of all, Herobrine was a crazy thing when you were a kid, but when I went to my friend, I think, yeah, no, I was, okay, one of my friends named Kieran, right? I'm at his house, we're playing Minecraft, right. and he, for some reason, has, like, 50 goddamn dogs. Oh, yeah. And so I can't even, like, I can't <laughs> smack him, I can't do anything. If yeah. he even, like, looks at me, the yeah. dogs will kill me. Yeah. And so I thought, well, if I can't kill him, maybe I'll scare him off, you mm. know? Even though this is his world, I don't know why, I thought if I could maybe get him to convince, you know, if I could convince him Harold Bryant's here and I'm the only one that could yeah. deal with it, then I would be then able maybe. to, I could I could somehow, like, kill his dogs or something to get to him. Mm, I don't, a I was, diabolical plan. A diabolical it. plan. So I ended up, like, I don't know what I did. I set a house on fire or something, and Incredible. then he got he didn't get scared. He uh, literally knew it was me, and like, he just backed like Luke, me. stop. Yeah. yeah, he's like, Luke, come here. And I go, <laughs> yeah. and I go, I gotta play my cards right. So yeah, I yeah. will go there, but I won't let him But I'm not gonna let him know a goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ended up just coming over, like, hey, Luke, did you? <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I'm going, wait, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, I see all these hopping, oh, yeah, just buddy, like, dogs. dogs, yeah. Oh my god, it was a terrifying chase because he had like a forest and it's like, holy crap, it was a survival game. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to try and wrap this up, though, soon. Um, but last question. This is from, ironically, the same friend that I played Minecraft with. Incredible. Uh, you're ugly, you're disgusting. Can I have $200? Let me think. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, right? So I am in a lot of debt right now. <laughs> so I think we'll take a rain check, but I'll add it to a... I'll put it on the back burner. Maybe after Mary bucks. Poppins yeah, after, pays after, me. After, after Poppins, yeah, after I get my uh, my whole zero dollars from Mary Poppins, I'll, uh, I'll send an invoice over. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, before we wrap this up, though, I have one thing for you. Oh, of course. So every person that comes on the podcast, I'm going to be giving a Pokemon card. Right? Oh. Now, here's the oh, thing. Yes. Here's the thing, all right? So, I've interviewed you for Poppins. I haven't interviewed you, like, personally, because I would want to know more about you later. Oh, of course. So, I would love to be back on. So, I yeah. So, I'm giving you an okay card, okay? okay this isn't right. This isn't, you know, a basic, you know, ratata, if you know okay. what I'm saying. Uh, I do. But this is... I'm going to go back to my spot so they can hear me better. Um, but this is this is a card that I had in my special stash because wow. I have one of those special stashes. Of know, course, as one happens. does. Yeah, of course. Of and uh, I'm gonna give you a, I'm giving you like the shiny Toxicroak. No way. I know. I know. It's this guy it's is badass. And what once you is? come on the podcast, I'll be giving you an EX. Hopefully, wow. I want to give everyone on the podcast an EX or just a really cool. That is card. that is incredible. I would love to be back on. All right. That'd be incredible. Awesome. Okay. Any okay. First of all, any last words before we try and make that song uh, for the perfect uh, the seamless transition? Perfect seamless transition. Well, thank you very much. Now, of course. Thank you very much, Skylar. It's yes, been, a, it's thank been you, an absolute Luke. pleasure. It has been. And now I'll you can start off, and I'll okay. try and I'll try and jump in when I all can right. for this transition. All right. You can say what. Try and maybe add transition yeah. as a word. Yeah. Yes, you'll know it. All right. <clears throat> okay. Transition time. <laughs> Uh, did I ruin it? <laughs> that was aces. Aces. I'm so worried now. Now, now if you, what are you gonna do? You're gonna crop it and then you'll go back into it with Anna. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act. Okay, actually, I'm gonna end up just cutting it off right around here, and then I'm probably gonna end it there. It's still recording though, or I'll just leave this in, and people will be completely confused. It's also mic peaking right now. But I guess we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see. I'm so worried that no, maybe... No, it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. Cross your fingers. All right. Thank you very much, Skylar. Of Skylar. course. Thank you.